what is going on everybody welcome back my last podcast was august the 29th due to circumstances beyond my control which was wisdom teeth extraction i was unable to podcast last month i was supposed to podcast last week but some things came up with some projects i was doing i'm glad to be back with you if you're back thank you for listening i'm going to jump right into it playstation 5 and xbox series x are very hot right now however if you did not secure a pre-order chances are you will not get one on day one now personally my history with video games goes way back to when i was about six or seven years old with the original nintendo and now we're here 30 plus years later so a little bit of my history with both playstation and xbox so i got a playstation a refurbished playstation and I believe it was 1996. I believe I was a sophomore in high school or freshman going to be a sophomore over that summer. My first game was a game called Total Eclipse Turbo because that's all I could afford. At that time, I believe GameStop was called Babbage's. And they did trade-ins. They took your used games. But you could only do store credit. There was no cash. So I think I did some work for my aunt and I think I got like 40 bucks and I traded in all my Sega Genesis, all my old stuff, uh, quite a few other games and I ended up having enough for a refurbished PlayStation, which was great. I was happy. Uh, Things were going good. But however, there were a few games like Resident Evil and one or two other games I can't remember. But the disc would start skipping. And I couldn't figure out why the disc was skipping. And a friend of mine told me, turn the system upside down. I turned the system upside down. It worked perfectly. And I found out that a bunch of PlayStations were doing this or had this type of issue or had this type of problem. And eventually, it would wear out. Where it would... For example, NCAA Game Breaker, it would just skip to death. Uh, I took it back to a store called Montgomery Ward, I believe two or three times. And it still skipped. And I couldn't believe how much this game skipped. I said to myself, it had to be the system. Turns out it was. Fast forward to 1999, right before graduating from high school, my grandmother got me a graduation gift and that graduation gift was another playstation you know rest her soul today is her birthday she passed away about 14 years ago but she gave me the money to go get another playstation and i bought another playstation i bought metal gear solid again because the first time the disc kept skipping but thank goodness it started skipping after i finished the game so I had nothing to worry about. And anybody who knows me knows that Metal Gear Solid is, in my personal opinion, my favorite game of all time. From its compelling story to either one of its spectacular endings. 
but a little bit about that later. So I got a second PlayStation. Everything worked fine. I believe that was May of 1999. So fast forward to October of 2000, and I stood outside most of the night at the Target near my home. And I believe I was number 26 in line of number 30 for PlayStation 2. And that was hot. I worked at Super Kmart at the time. And the people who came to line up for the system, they were already there. They told them to go sit in Little Caesars. They gave them tickets. And they gave them free pizza, free drinks, and everything. But they had to wait until the release date. And I worked there, and I couldn't get one. So what I had to do was I had to look around and see where are these lines at. You drive to Best Buy here. You drive to a Best Buy there. There's already a line. You're pretty much not getting one. But lo and behold, a target by my house, line wasn't that bad. The store manager or the assistant manager came out about 6 a.m., store opened at 8, started handing out tickets. They were ringing people up front. I got PlayStation 2. And I exhausted all my money on PlayStation 2 at the time. However, I had a little money to rent games. So I rented a few games from Blockbuster. I believe Ready to Rumble Boxing 2. And I can't remember what other games I rented. Uh, Madden 2001. I bought that the following week. Loved it. I mean, it was like a leap, a huge leap between PS1 and the PS2. It was a little bit on the easy side, even if you're playing on the highest difficulty. But I enjoyed running 100-yard touchdowns. It was really fun, really easy to do. And my favorite PlayStation 2 game is God of War from 2005. I love God of War. Once again, from its compelling story to its spectacular ending. God of War, one of my favorite games of all time. Now to PlayStation 3. Now PlayStation 3, I did not get right when it came out. One, I didn't have $600. Two, I was doing a different type of job at the time, so I couldn't save as much. And three, I don't believe that there were enough to actually get one on the day on the excuse me, on the day one. On the day one release. So I ended up getting it. I want to say about six months later, I ended up getting PlayStation 3. I think my first game was Genji, Dawn of the Samurai, if I'm not mistaken. You know, it's been a while since I've you know, played this and thought about some of this, so my memory is a little sketchy in certain areas. I think I had one of the NBA 2Ks, or it might have been live. It might have been live 2006, if I'm not mistaken. But... PlayStation 3 was good, but it was not as great as PlayStation 2. I believe that there was a cell processor, which made games difficult to produce on the PlayStation 3. And that's why a lot of games look better on the Xbox 360. Now, shout out to my cousin for telling me this. I'm not a big tech guy. I don't know about processors, etc. But he told me why games look better on the Xbox 360. And that Apple passed up on this sale processor. And then Sony scooped it up. 
and the results were just not as good. Now, don't get me wrong. PlayStation 3 had some phenomenal games. God of War 3. That was probably my favorite game on the PS3. At that time, however, if there was a game on both systems, one for PS3 and one for PS, excuse me, Xbox 360, I took the one for 360. Also, my PlayStation 3 actually died on me. The Blu-ray disc reader died on me in 2011. I never replaced it. Most of the things I wanted came on Xbox 360 anyway. So I just let it ride until the release of the Sony PlayStation 4. I did not get one of those on day one. For that, I just missed the pre-orders. Simple as that. I missed the pre-orders. I didn't get one until about seven months later on my birthday of 2014 because Best Buy finally had them back in stock. My first game was Infamous Second Son. And I do love the Infamous series. I love Infamous 1 and 2. Check those out. I highly recommend them. But Infamous Second Son, and I had one more game that day. And I can't remember, excuse me, I cannot remember which game it is. I'll try to remember. If I do remember, I'll bring it up. It was something I really liked too. But my favorite game of all time on the PlayStation 4 is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Capcom pulled out all the stops. It was completely overhauled from the original. The over-the-shoulder camera works. They threw in a few um, twists and turns that were not in the original. And they subtracted some things that were not in the original. However, it's my favorite game, PlayStation 4. Last Christmas Eve, I believe I played it straight through. Seven hours, not, excuse me, not straight through, but um, a few hours here, a few hours there. I finished it before Christmas Day. I'll probably do that again this year. You know, usually I play Metal Gear Solid around that time, but Resident Evil 2 remake pretty much took over that. If you have not played it, please check it out. The Resident Evil 3 remake, excuse me, the Resident Evil 3 remake was not as good. But there were different development teams, so you got different results. Moving on. My history with Xbox. With the Xbox, I did not get it on release day. I got it maybe a year later. After saving up my money for one. I believe I traded in a bunch of stuff too at the time at GameStop. I finally ended up getting me an Xbox. I loved it system never had a problem i did not like the big duke controller that huge controller was unnecessary when the controller s came out i jumped on it xbox yes it took video games in a different direction yes the graphics were better on playstation 2 however at that time playstation 2 had the better selection of video games my favorite game for Xbox is Dead to Rights, tied with the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A lot of people don't give Buffy the Vampire Slayer the game the credit that it deserves, but it is a phenomenal game from start to finish. All the video game magazines at the time, and I mean popular video game magazines, um, Electronic Gaming Monthly, 
game pro, uh, game players, game fan, all gave it high scores. Um, to this day, I could play that from beginning till end. Also, did to write one of the best action shooters I've ever played. However, it gets super difficult near the end or in the later stages of the game. I do love that game, though. I could play it all day, play it all night. He, a few years later, I ended up getting the Xbox 360. And once again, I did not get that on release date. I believe I got that about six months later. I got that from, the, I believe, the same GameStop. Picked it up. My first game for that was the Elder Scrolls, I believe it was um, Oblivion. Elder Scrolls 4, which I really like. I didn't love it, but I did like it. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. And there was one other game. I believe it was Ninja Gaiden 2. But the 360 light years better than the PS3 at the time. At the time. Now, my favorite game for the Xbox 360 is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. You could build your character almost any way you want to. Yes, the game followed a specific story and a specific pattern. However, the graphics were a little bit better than the PS3 version. If you want to make your character CJ swole, you can lift weights. You can give him different type of clothes. I mean, you can do that on Vice City. And I do think Vice City is the better game. However, San Andreas was my favorite game for the Xbox 360. And... Let me correct myself. I am wrong about that. Xbox 360 did not have San Andreas. That was the original Xbox. So I take that back. Now that I think about it, like I said, it's been a long time. Now that I think about it, I did like San Andreas. It was not on Xbox 360. So my favorite Xbox 360 game is a toss-up between Ninja Gaiden 2 Ninja Blade, which is very underrated. It's a game by a company called Software. It's very underrated. If you ask anybody, have they played it? They'll say, nah, haven't played it. Also, Final Fantasy 13. A lot of people do not like that game. I love that game. For the 360, the 360 version is the only one I've ever played. I've never played the PS3 version. But I hear that the, the excuse me, I hear that the 360 version is superior to that version. So those are my favorite games for the Xbox 360. Later on, the Xbox One comes out. And just like PS4, I missed the pre-orders. However, I was able to scoop one up about four months later. It's in the middle of February. And at that time, it was still the regular price of $600. At the time, once again, I'm not a big tech guy when it comes to processors and all this type of stuff. My first game for Xbox One was Dead Rising 3. And I was so happy to get home, hooked up the Xbox One, got everything ready. I put the disc in and it had to install. Now I'm thinking, oh, great. It won't be that long, half hour at the most. Nope. Nah, buddy. It didn't say ready to start until like the next morning. 
And what's funny is I had to actually look this stuff up because I didn't know. And I didn't realize that the PlayStation had a different processor in it. Now, Dead Rising 3 was not on PS4. However, if it was on PS4, or I don't believe it was on PS4. You know, if it was, my mistake, let's you know, let me know in the comment section or whatever. However, PlayStation 4 had a faster processor. I was not able to play Dead Rising 3 until, I want to say I hooked up the system at about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock that night. I didn't hook it up. Uh, I didn't, excuse me. I didn't, it didn't finish install until about 11 a.m. the next day. That, that's crazy. But by looking it up, I realized that times have changed and a lot of games need to install. Like I said, my cousin and my best friend are really good with computers. They were able to go over the stuff that I didn't know about games installing or reading stuff to the hard drive or HDD drives. That's like speaking French to me. Unless you look it up, sit down, or have somebody tell you. The book definition will even have you more confused. So here we are. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Before I get into that, just want to say one fact of the matter by the tech specs, by the tech specs, the Xbox One is more powerful than PlayStation 4. And I'm only going by the tech specs. Nothing more, nothing less. That's a fact. Moving on. Now we're at the next generation. And the hype is unreal. You can't find a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X pre-order anywhere. And you probably won't find one anywhere. Don't take my word for it. But if you're not one of the people who have a day one console pre-ordered, the chances of you getting one in 2020 are slim to none. I almost guarantee you won't get your system until next year. And that happens all the time. As far back as PlayStation 2, before I waited outside, I went to the store called Babbage's. Now it's known as GameStop. And the guy said, sure, I'll take your pre-order. I believe it was 25 or 50 bucks down a pre-order. He said, but you know this is for after Christmas, uh, after Christmas batch, right? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I said, I'll take my chance to stand out in the line. I was just lucky enough to get one. And for PS5 and the Series X, I got lucky. The luckiest I've ever been. I am set and ready to go day one for both consoles. November 10th, Xbox Series X comes out. Now, Series X really doesn't have any day one exclusive games. So I will probably be playing updated versions of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Those are both games that are going to be released on the Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Those will probably be my first two pickups. They're not exclusives. And apparently there are no real exclusives coming for another year or so. So anything you play on Xbox One, you can play on 
the Series X. Now, I heard that some games will be able to download the Series X version, you know, maybe 2K or Madden, and it will be a graphical leap or processing faster. So you pop your game in, upload, boom, from the so- on the solid state drive, and you're ready to go. Only thing I don't like is those terabyte memory cards. Now, back in the day, like PlayStation and games like systems like GameCube, if you didn't have a memory card, you were stuck. If it wasn't a password um, system, excuse me, where you can put in a password and start where you were, it was a wrap. My best friend got to the big snake on Resident Evil, and he died. And we didn't have a memory card. We had to start over. And we tried to, and he was like, man, my heart's just not in it. And shout out to my boy Ron, but I understand. That was a fun night. We stayed alive a long time. And that was during, the, excuse me, that was during those all-night gaming sessions from back in the day. Now, I believe the memory cards are $219. And they're one terabyte. I am going to get one just to be on the safe side. I don't know how much space some of these games are going to take up, especially games like Call of Duty. So I'd rather be safe than sorry, have it ready to go. I can play what I need to play and be done with it. PlayStation 5, yes, just like PS4, Sony has all the exclusives. Is Series X looking like the more powerful system? Yes. As of right now, Sony cannot match Microsoft in technology. So, PS5, I'm looking forward to games like Godfall, which I heard is like, I guess it's kind of not like God of War, but kind of Dark Souls Destiny-ish. There's also the new God of War that's supposed to be coming soon. And, you know, PS4, God of War, phenomenal. And I like how it picks up the story from God of War 3, if you actually play play through the whole game. God of War, the development team, you know, praised them. You know, Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game on that system, but on the development of God of War, they did a great job translating from Greek mythology to the North mythology, which is Thor, Odin, Loki, etc., etc. They did a great job of translating. Excuse me, I'm going to translate. Developing. Developing is the word I'm looking for. They did a great job of developing that game. I'm looking forward to the new God of War. I'm looking forward to Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. Everyone who knows me knows I love Horizon Zero Dawn. Aloy is one of my favorite fictional characters. Horizon Zero Dawn was a great open world game. It looks light years better on the PS5 from what I've seen. From what I've seen. You know, sometimes they may show PS5 demos on TV and it's not the final game. I think that's what they did with the original Horizon Zero Dawn. So that releases November the 12th. That is a Thursday. I am ready to go. I am super hyped for the PS5. I'm hyped for the Series X, but I'm super hyped for the PS5.
A lot of people are going to have this system day one. I hope you can get your hands on one if you are a gamer. As far as Nintendo, I'm waiting on something. I'm waiting on Switch 2, Switch Pro, Super Duper Switch, Switch It Up. I hope that the next Switch or whatever they're going to call that system, it can use the game cartridges or the game cards. But maybe they might want to make them a little bit bigger to hold a little bit more. I don't know how that whole thing works. I think that the Switch that's out now, it's graphically comparable to late PS3, late Xbox 360 games. And that's before Xbox One and before PlayStation 4. So they're going to have to catch up quick. Because right now, once Xbox Series X releases, once PlayStation 5 releases, their games are going to look light years ahead of the Switch. Now, the Switch can play some pretty powerful games. Now, people have said that, well, I can't wait to Red Dead Redemption 2 comes to the Switch. It's not happening. Somebody was trying to argue me down that the Final Fantasy VII Remake would be able to be, excuse me, would able to be made for the Switch. Stop. Get some help. It's not happening. Those games are graphically superior to anything that the Switch can do, and people know it. Your system would explode. It would literally blow up trying to install those games. So that's why certain development companies do not make the games for those systems. I'm surprised the new Crash Bandicoot, which I picked up, wasn't on the Switch. I, I would have got that on the Switch. That's something you could probably play on the Switch Lite. It is fun on PS4, but it's something you can carry handheld. And I love Crash Bandicoot. I'm playing Crash Bandicoot, excuse me, Crash Bandicoot. Oh my goodness, forever. So it's 30 years almost. So, yes, Nintendo needs to step it up. Now, where there's smoke, there's fire. They're they're cooking something. There's been rumors going around left and right. I'm ready to see what they're bringing to the table. So that is going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening. A little bit of history, a little bit of what I expect from the future of video games, a little bit of what I'm hyped for. I will be back tomorrow night with another podcast. I'm going to do two of them because I want to, Put a few more episodes out there. This one I'll be talking about the debate that went down on Tuesday night between President Trump and the Democratic candidate, Mr. Joe Biden. All I have to say about that is, wow. Later, guys.